going to speak on something I've never spoke on before because uh, I generally don't do the whole topical thing. It's The Lord's got to quicken it. Hang on. And it's like, it's obviously, I, I, look, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get up and put a microphone to my mouth and speak unless I thought it was the word of the Lord, but it's, there's something that's just been really crazily quickened to me and it's hidden in plain sight. We will talk about the building later on. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here. I just thank you for the awe of God. I thank you for the awe of the Lord. I just thank you for the spirit of revival. I thank you, Lord. You're, you're bringing your church and you're delivering them from the spirit of survival into the spirit of revival. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. None of this doomsday prepping is gonna be New Jerusalem prepping, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. It's been a big week. Oh. See, I can't just manifest what I feel like. I've sort of gotta be designated driver, it's not easy. So just, just feel for me, all right? <laughs> oh. Okay, um, <clears throat> so. I'm going to, I've been on a very, very uh, um, definite journey. There's been a lot of people affected, including the Weatherly household, uh, with, with, with infirmity and injury and different things. And I really believe, you know, like I said, we've had some amazing uh, testimonies of late uh, and they, 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 they keep flowing, to be honest. I mean, you know what? <laughs> uh, for those who, who've the Lord's touched and healed you, please give a testimony. Be be the grateful leper <laughs> that gave thanks because we get we, on healing. We go, oh, the baby so and so got touched and this and that. But but it's very hard to get. It's easier to see people healed than to get them to come back and testify because we know that with the with the one that came back to give thanks to the Lord. And I think it's really really important. But we are seeing um, amazing things happen. But I believe that something that's very very important is 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 uh, Jehovah Rapha. And uh, the Lord, our healer, he's our physician. He, 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 he put your body together and he knows how to fix it. We really need to champion and lay a hold of that like never before. So what I've been doing is um, I've been meditating on uh, a passage of scripture and I, I, I have to land this because I don't believe, I, I, I think that um, we're gonna talk about the building later and it's never about bricks and mortar. It's about heavenly blueprints and scrolls and books of destiny and most importantly, souls. And I celebrate everything that we've seen go before us, but I think we need to see a sweeping move in Australia, not just of souls, but, but healing and miracles in Jesus' name. We really do. And, that, and so what's happened is that I'm like getting baptised in the Logos. I mean, I've been having some amazing things happen to me, amazing, uh, you know. And, um, but one of the things is that if we can put up the first scripture that I've been meditating on and ad infinitum. And so, but he was wounded, and we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep this up on the, on the screen. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes were healed. I've been meditating on this. And for anyone, if you want to, I honestly, I'm gonna say this, I don't have to, I'm gonna say, make a huge, broad 
sweeping qualifying statement that needs no justification, but I'm just, it's gonna it's going be an absolute. If you don't lay a hold of the Word of God and learn to overcome in a measure in the area of meditation, you will never see a breakthrough, a breakthrough of fullness in your life. We need to know what it is because as Westerners, we get the information, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good, what's next? And we don't know how to get something and hold on to it until it opens up and becomes a key into a heavenly dimension. We need to know what it is. Repetition does bring revelation. <clears throat> and I've been chewing on this and we're talking hundreds of times a day and God's opening it up to me. And uh, we, 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 we actually, we mapped, we, during the week we spoke to the interns and staff and we were mapping the matrix and the multiverse and time. And uh, I find it interesting is that God did everything in the six days. He, he actually, there was, a, there, was a, there was a limited dimension of time on the seventh day he rested, but the seventh day is the timeless dimension of the spirit. And he invites us, in that timeless dimension of the spirit, and we go, oh, it's a day off a week. Well, God wants greater than that because it's not just a day off a week, it's actually living in that, in that realm of, of rest. So <clears throat> I've been chewing on this because it says, if you meditate in the Word of God, it says you're gonna be like a tree planted by rivers of living water. And if we're constantly distracted and what's the next thing, and, we, and, if, and if we get in the habit of, uh, a consumerists or consumers based on external stimulation, we will always only be able to handle milk. You can go to conferences and go, oh, that's really good teaching, but we never own it, we never apply it, and we don't bear fruit. So I've been laying a hold of this, and I've read this for years. You know, it's funny because you get generally speaking, like in different ecclesiastical uh, uh, traditions, you'll get people sing hymn books, they'll sing it through, oh, we've sung that one, let's sing the next one. Whereas what we tend to do is we tend to, to get three or four songs and sing them a lot. But what happens is this, is that when you, when you start to circle around, and I don't mean like stuck in a loop, you actually start to ascend. When you, when you read the Bible, and you go, you know, I actually read the, you know, praise the Lord, this is not me, I'm, this is hypothetical. Praise the Lord, I read the Bible as a 20 year old and I read the whole Bible in a year and I know it. You know what, every time I read a passage of scripture, I'm reading it with older, more mature eyes, wiser eyes. And then it says he compares, gives a spiritual language comparing spiritual with spiritual. So I read it differently every time I see. So when we sing in that song, Jesus, you know, from the mountains and Jesus for my family, and it starts to get you wrecked because the glory increases. There's one thing that, that there's a lot of things I wanna champion about the Hebrew culture, but they knew how to meditate. They took an inferior uh, inferior culture, an inferior covenant and did more with it than most of the church did with a superior covenant. And we think this, the new covenant that we're under is an add-on to the old. It's not. We're talking, it is like comparing the number one to number to a trillion. It's not even close. A new creation. <laughs> if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creation. So meditating on this, and what I want to do is that I want God's Word to sink down into our hearts and catch this. So I've been meditating on this, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God, so, so this is what I do. Every, every morning, I know I can't encounter God on my own, I can't. I know nothing unless the Spirit of God reveals to me. I know nothing. 
So it would behoove all of us to really, really, really cultivate a relationship with, with him, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, show me. I don't understand this, please. And Because you can have incredible theology and Bible knowledge and have zero power and zero effectiveness and bear no fruit. <laughs> we need the Spirit of God to breathe on everything that Jesus said. Can someone say amen? It's the Spirit of Christ. He's the Spirit of the Father. He's God, you know, amazing. Gosh, I'm whacked. All right, preach. All right, so... Uh, so I've been meditating and I've been meditating on, but he, because this is why I want the words to say up here, but he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. And I'm sitting there and I remember one of the times I, was, I went to Moonton, I was driving back, I listened to just this and I kept speaking it. About two hours just speaking this, this verse and it started to open up. And it's like, I don't, you know, teaching about sin isn't a fun subject, but it gives us insight into what the Lord has done. But you've got, you've got, you know, you've got transgressions. Uh, you, you, you've got where you've overstepped a boundary. You know, it, you know, it, it, there's a sign over something. Says, Do not touch. <laughs> that's that's a transgression. Do not enter. That's a tran- you transgress. You overstep the mark. Or there is, there is, there is meanings of scripture in regards, in uh, meanings of sin in regards to missing the mark, all these different things. <clears throat> but transgressions are the sins that we commit. It's, it, it, it actually says to him who knows who to do good and doesn't do it, to him it is sin. So we think of all the bad things people do. No, 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 no. If, if the Lord's told you to do something and you haven't done it, it's sin. So it says this, but he was wounded for our transgressions. I mean, the sinless Son of God who was given a perfect body, you gotta understand is that, is that Jesus wouldn't have, you know, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've got, this, is, this, is, this is a boast in the flesh. I have something Jesus doesn't have. I want you to know that, just listen carefully. I have something Jesus doesn't have. They're called crow's feet, okay? And so, <clears throat> under strong enough light, my face does look like a Gregory Street directory, okay? <laughs> And so what happens is that it's all good, I don't care. And my wife sort of doesn't care. And so basically, <laughs> she, you know, little things of moisturiser left around. We're not in that sort of situation, you know. Anyway, so you can understand that Jesus wasn't gonna age because he was sinless. The wages of sin is death, okay? So he's, he, he, our Lord who's given a perfect body, even though it says that, he, you know, uh, it doesn't say his appearance, you know, we didn't, we didn't necessarily caught our eye like Saul, the first uh, um, uh, Israeli uh, king, right? Um, but what happened? He was wounded for everything we've ever done wrong. Then you got iniquities, your bloodline, stuff you go, the older you get, you realise there's a, a tendency, unless dealt with in the Lord, a tendency to repeat patterns our family, our forebears have done. So, that, so, so rubbish flows down bloodlines, even if children observe negative, negative habits of parents, that still becomes iniquity. So I was meditating on this and he goes, sure, he was winning for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And I went, and it hit me. I would start having encounters in the spirit like I was a little child, like, like, like literally going there. And I'm going, because of what Jesus did, God sees me like I've never sinned. 
Now, great teaching, it means nothing until it drops in here. And it doesn't drop in here until you repeat it. Because in the Holy Spirit, because you realise strongholds is that we're so performance orientated. And, 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 and we're talking to the, when we're t- teaching the interns, we got this, the, the five senses, the matrix that controls people is if I haven't seen it, must be in the future. No, that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says you should know the truth and knowing the truth will set you free. You go through the Word into the now and then when you go into the now, God shows you what you believe and through what you believe, you, ch- you make the future. You don't, put, you don't kick the can down the road. I'm going, oh my goodness. God sees me like I've never sinned. That's a game changer. The amount of people that get tormented and accused by demons over things that happened 20, 30 years ago that they have confessed ad nauseum. The Lord says, you're forgiven. Not just the things you've done, but the things in your bloodline. Now stuff in my bloodline, flipping heck. You know, legion. Now there's a place to do bloodline ministry. I do understand that. But this says that God looks at you like you've never sinned. Can someone shout Amen? It's amazing. But then he says this, the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And chastisement means, actually means punishment and rebuke. You know, Jesus, (laughs) okay, I wanna back engineer this. You think the sinless Son of God got punished for everything we've ever done wrong. He actually got rebuked. That, 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 that innocent Son of God on the cross was not just getting punished, but also rebuked in our stead. Why? So we would have the peace of God. The chastise, so you've got to see the divine exchange. Transgression forgiven and iniquities forgiven so we would be the righteousness of God in Christ. And now all torment was laid on Jesus so we would live in peace. And, I, and, it's, and then it says, and by His stripes we are healed. So the, so the Lord started speaking to me, he goes, Todd, I want to talk to you about my peace. And I'm like, because we see it as an abstraction. Because we see, you know, benedictions and all that, you know, peace be with you. I bet you I can beat you at dominoes. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily hit the mark. You, you mate, you barbie, get off my lawn. We've all heard of that. <clears throat> um, and so, <clears throat> so this is, this is shalom. This is the word for peace. And we just sort of like, you know, someone's like, what we do is we don't understand the kingdom like we need to. So I'm gonna put a lot of data points together and we just, we believe the Holy Spirit's gonna breathe on it. We see someone angry and like, like turbulent and then someone over here chill and they're at peace. We just don't know that. Peace is such a very, very rich shalom. Shalom is very, very rich. And when I read about it, you'll go, oh, I want peace, okay? It means safe. You look at all the, we're keeping you safe, gaslighting political feces. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. When no one's liable, gets me angry. And so, so the, the only true safety is in the Lord. And so peace means safety, happiness, friendly. <clears throat> when someone's not friendly, you know they're not at peace. 
How are you going? And they're not in peace. <laughs> and you don't want to be friendly with unfriendly people. That's called work. All right. <clears throat> Health, prosperity. I mean, the word shalom is utterly holistic, body, soul, spirit. It's, 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 it's something that we want to, in the right way, be passionate for and covet. Um, welfare, rest, yes, and wholeness. And I'm just going, the punishment or the chastisement, let's just use the word punishment, the punishment for my peace was upon him. I'm going, and I started to realise how much of my life has been absent of peace. Unpaid bills, nagging thoughts, demonic harassment, things I haven't done, things I need to do, anxieties, and it actually said, the punishment and the rebuke of the Lord was on Jesus so we would have His peace. Isn't that incredible? And so I started to realise that and I thought, this God's speaking to me. I was telling Rachel this morning and she said, well, that's interesting because just come up on her feet in America, because I'm gonna speak on something else. And today is Peace Officers Memorial Day. And no one said amen. Okay, so <clears throat> I'd never heard of it. It's actually a day to honour people who have fallen or become dis uh, died or become disabled in the line of duty. It could be soldiers, it could be Coast Guard, it could be police officers. But it's actually, today is a day, it's a memorial to honour those who've championed peace. And so I'm like, okay, this is what I'm speaking on. <clears throat> because if we don't have peace on the inside, we cannot manifest heavenly order in the world. If we're, if we're always churned up, we can't manifest that out there. It's an inside outside world. So <clears throat> what I wanna do is that if we can put up Isaiah 59, eight, Isaiah 59, eight. Oh, oh, just take that down, sorry, take that down, take that down, sorry, there's one thing I forgot. I just, okay. So I was thinking how much I haven't had peace in my life and I'm, I'm like this now. Now I'm 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 grooving with with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'm like, I'm having encounters. I really really am. Jesus says, "You've seen me. You've seen the Father." None of this, Philip. You know, sort of like, like you've seen me. You've seen the Father. Jesus says, right? And the Holy Spirit wants to show us all three. And this is what the Lord said to me. I'm like, I I, I this peace has been so absent. So you can you can be in external conflict, but complete, completely at peace on the inside. Who knows what I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Three hands went up. Slap. That's a stock take right there. <clears throat> Even apathy is a sign of a lack of peace. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> so, so the Lord said to me this. This is what he said to me. He goes, Todd, Todd, peace just doesn't come. You have to walk in my peace. So the peace of God is there, but we have to walk in it. Because God, God I, want the, I want your peace. And like, 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 so, so what we think, we think it's an impartation and like, yep, I've got the peace of God. He says, no, walk in my peace. I heard him tell me, he said, Todd, you need to walk in my peace to be in my peace. So we can put that scripture up now. Thanks, sorry, I had to put that down. <clears throat> 
So Isaiah 59, eight said, the way of peace they have not known and there's no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. Just keep it up there. Anytime you see the word way, think pathway or road. We just go, yeah, the way of, the way of this, the way of that, and it, and it just stays in the ether. You've got to see that when you see the word way, it's actually a physical road. It's a pathway, it's a well-trodden path. And Jesus says, he's the way, the truth and the life. He's the road. And so, so what you have, there are pathways of peace. Now, the peace of the Lord is indispensable because because the apostles knew this, because they'd say grace and peace be multiplied to you. Peace is a substance like grace is a substance. <laughs> you know, did you know that when Samson pushed the pillars apart, that strength was called grace. When he began to deliver Israel, that was the power of grace. We just think of like just doing stuff, getting away with it and because we're under a new covenant and being this some sort of apathetic lawlessness that we just, those chickens haven't come home to roost yet. God is not mocked, whatever someone sows they reap, okay? And so, so but no, grace is an empowerment to fulfil who you're called to be and what you're called to do. And so, so, so Samson had the grace of God, David had the grace of God, obviously not the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, but the, the, the apostles understood what that was and they'll say, grace and peace be multiplied to you because there's such a lack of peace. I mean, have we ever seen a time, it, we, we, I don't wanna surmise because history is in cycles, okay? But in our lifetime, have we ever seen a time with less peace anywhere? So it's, it's, it's a thing. So the word here uh, 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 for peace, I mean, sorry, sorry, road is direct, direct, okay? And it means, it means a road, a course of life, a mode of action, um, um, means to go toward, to journey. So peace isn't like a, a static thing. The punishment for our peace was upon Him. God invites us to walk in pathways of peace. And when you, when you understand the nature, there, there, is, there is definitely benefit for understanding genuine, provable, demonstrable science, right? And other things. And most diseases are psychosomatic. In other words, people think incorrectly, they're stressed out, and then it eventually shows up in their body. To not be in the peace of God will affect your body. It'll affect your DNA, it'll affect your cells because you've just got, we need the peace of God, friends. We need the peace of God. And it's not sort of like, like a nice restful nothingness. No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about that the peace of the Lord is indispensable for taking territory, for warfare, for ruling and reigning with the Lord in Jesus' name. So, okay. So the next point, if we can put up Isaiah 26.3, I have taught on this extensively in different seasons. But it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So, you know, uh, one of my uh, favourites, uh, one of my favourite artists of all time, someone who's really, really, really anointed and really skillful, is a guy called Andre Crouch. Who remembers Andre Crouch? 
I, I came to the Lord and there was not a lot of music I liked. You know, people trying to get me into Striper and all that sort of stuff. Striper, Jesus, take the wheel. I know that people, probably Cliff Meyer will probably comment on that or something, but, uh, uh, or, 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 or Comfort Band or something like that. All the, I just, is that the wonderful people that led me to the Lord, they bought all these albums for me. They're called albums, all right? They're big square things. They're quite flat. And... Uh, I'd literally given, I'd laid down Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, Pink Floyd, and then they show me stuff like Striper, and, and oh no, you know. Larry Norman wasn't too bad. Bob Dylan had a good season, slow train coming. Uh, but, but there was, there was there, Keith Green. Keith Green's amazing, but boy, it's like, it's like the sun shining in your face three feet away. <laughs> Talk about either set the mood or kill the mood or kill the whatever. Yeah, I just you know. So <coughs> Keith Green, great. You know, some you know, maybe so many people were, were sent to the mission field listening to his stuff because they're trying to escape it. But I tell you what, I, <laughs> no, 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 amazing. This, we studied Keith Green's life. He was only in the Lord about five or six years. Changed the world. Change the world. Do you know that a lot of the other Christian contemporary artists, they just said, like, it's like Keith Green, God moved through Keith Green to become their conscience. Quite amazing. So I, I but then I really, I really connected with Andre Crouch. And one of my favourite ever uh, uh, um, recordings was Live in London. And it's one on perfect peace. And if you keep your, keep, keep your mind uh, uh, on me, I'll give you perfect peace. You know, that doesn't say that in the, it's not, doesn't say that in the original. So it says, if we, so, so firstly, if we keep our mind on Him, now the word is yetzer, which is creative imagination. Don't want to go into a teaching on that at this stage. But if you keep your mind on the Lord, He'll keep you in perfect peace. Perfect peace, what's perfect peace? Well, actually, it doesn't say that. Do you know what it says? He'll keep you in peace, peace. It's very rare you see that we're talking, God says, if you keep your mind on me, I will keep you in peace, peace. And we didn't know that back then, but now we do know, well, the Lord always knew because He said it, is that the brain is actually, the grey matter actually is like a neurochemical goo and not all the cells are directly connected but it fires out electrical signals. And when an electrical signal gets pa- passed from one cell, you've got, you've got dendrites, you've got all sorts of things, right? You actually create pathways through synapses. You create pathways. And if you start to meditate in the Lord, even though you feel anxious and fearful or whatever, you start to burn pathways. If you keep your mind on me, I'll give you pathways of peace. And this is what's amazing, is if you meditate, you start to like this. You know, it's not hard. When you start to meditate on the Word, everything that's the opposite of peace will get right up in your face. And you go, thank you, appreciate, we'll write that one down. I will cast that down as a matter of priority. But this is, if you, we cannot overcome in that dimension. We're not overcoming, friends. We're not overcoming. It's all external. Works, works, works. We have to overcome as you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what happens is that when you, uh, 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 someone um, rejected me, maybe a parent, maybe a cousin, maybe someone at school, maybe a relationship, they rejected me. 
And as soon as someone's a bit sarcastic, instantly that pathway of rejection comes in. Defences come up, sarcasm comes back. I won't be rejected again, like this. And what happens, that sits there until it's pulled apart. When we meditate in the Lord, someone was, when I was in America, uh, I, I was ministering, uh, a retreat at Bride Ministries, and someone goes, what do I, what do, I do? Like they said, I'm, no one, everyone rejects me. This, is, this was a Q&A. And, I, and, then I, and then the Lord says, and I've got the word of wisdom. The Lord says, the Lord said to me, how can you possibly be rejected when you're already accepted in the beloved? And the Lord said, show me you work from the greater to the lesser. People are gonna reject you. It's okay. Some people you should be grateful that they rejected you. Very, very, very. Okay. <clears throat> You know, Christmas card, five years later, you're nearly married. Thank you for rejecting me. It's the best thing you ever did. Well, not all rejection's bad. But what happens, I said, you're already accepted in the Lord and you build on the rock all that certainty, that constancy, and then you back engineer it to the relationships are fickle. That's why marriages need to be built around covenant about God. It's not sort of like, feel great today and let not so great. The next day, a lot less than not so great. Oh, now it's great again. No, no, no. We build on Christ. Friendships, everything has to, that's the certainty. People will let you down. It's inevitable. Jesus says it's inevitable that offences will come. We don't build on that, we build on Him. And so we start to build on the certainty that we're, oh, someone might reject me. They might. Don't be an evangelist. Excuse me, do you have a moment to listen to me talk to you about our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ? No. We're going to a region that's, you know, just rejoice that you got rejected for His namesake. So the point is this, we go, you go, oh my gosh, I'm already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. I'm already accepted in the Beloved. He's appointed me, he's appointed me to be holy and blameless before him in love. Start to meditate, pathways of peace, pathways of peace. And all of a sudden those things try and come back. No, no, no. Do you know what happens after a while? When you burn new neural pathways, your brain sends a chemical to shut all the old pathways down. So yes, you have to work hard initially, but after you work hard, then it's just maintenance. The devil goes, it's always gonna be this hard. It's always gonna be this mechanical. Think about driving a car. If anyone's been driving a car for over 18 months, you don't think about driving, you just drive. You, I don't think about everything, you know, other than the idiots that cut me off on the way here. I'm not thinking about air every time I use the indicator and putting you know, brakes. And you don't, it's, it's automated. And if we put the work in and we change how we think, we see pathways of peace. Can someone say amen? And then we, you start to, the, 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 the grace of God, the realm of the Spirit of God. So at the moment, I'm carving pathways of supernatural, uh, divine health and healing, okay? So but on the journey, I'm getting way more, way more. And so we wanna we want change that rational, you know, they didn't talk to me and I, I wonder if they, you know, look, communication's great. On staff, you think about the pressure we're under on staff as a leadership. How many demons are flying around and, 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 and how much misunderstandings there are. And people contact me, we've got, we got a language, I didn't come up with this, but I've, we've borrowed it and it works. Someone gets a quick contact. Um, quick, they go, quick paranoid check. 
Are you upset with me? No. Oh, well, I went home and stewed in my own juices for the last three days, thinking that you hate my liver. <laughs> so we clarify things really quickly, keep short accounts. Now, if, I, if, if, so, if the same people contacted me every day with the same inquiry, I'd say, you need deliverance. <laughs> but you, you, you keep short accounts. You keep short accounts. But what happens is that, is that we can renew our mind, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So these paths, so the Lord says, the punishment for, for, for my peace was upon him. So Jesus was rebuked and punished so I would have the peace of God, okay? And now we know, the Lord says, if we walk in His peace, and peace is a pathway, He will lead me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And that's, that's not a static one-off, I went to a conference, I know all about it thing. It's something we cultivate. We renew, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Okay, so here's, here's one. This is, this is the inner narrative of many, 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 many people in covenant with the Lord. If we put up Jeremiah 6, 16. <clears throat> Thus says the Lord, stand in the ways, stand in the roads, the paths and see and ask for the old paths or the ancient paths where the good way is. Pathways, the pathway of peace is a good path and walk in it. Then you'll find rest for your souls. And they went, yay, paths of peace, paths of peace. They did not. But they said, we will not walk in it. So God presents pathways of peace and peace is very closely connected with life. <laughs> it's, 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 it's number three in the most epic trifecta. No, not the cardinal virtues, faith, hope, love, but love, joy, peace. Right up there. And so we need to make it our priority. It's, 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 uh, blessed are the peacemakers and pursue peace with all men. And now, you don't have to, the peace of God does not have to be compromised. A lot, too many people is that they feel tension and to get rid of the tension, they appease. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, not the Prince of Appeasement. Appeasement is not a trading floor. Appeasement is make the bad man stop here. Throw, that, throw the crocodile some biscuits He'll go away for a bit, but it's, you're gonna come back worse. You can make a stand for righteousness and be in the peace of God, as opposed to just temporarily, I want to regulate my, my basic tension levels by giving you what you wanna hear. There's a, there's a, I know this is the usual zip file. There's a lot in this. You can replay it. No, seriously, because the Holy Spirit's speaking. Why? are the words so condensed is because God's doing things very quickly. Oh, acceleration, acceleration, zip file, oh, you know. So <coughs> it's the way it is. It's the way it is. And so he's the Prince of Peace and the Prince of Appeasement. And this is what happens. People get tormented. <laughs> they get tormented and they just like, like, like anxiety like this. And the Lord goes, come to me, come to me. Walk in my ways of peace. No, no, I will not, but I want peace, but I won't walk in the ways of peace. So we wanna do our own thing and we wonder why we don't have the peace of God. We've got to make the connection. We think some peace is some abstraction, that, that the absence of internal conflict or pain or torment, and the Lord says, no, 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 come and walk with me. It's connected to how you live. 
in the Holy Ghost, in Christ. So much is that, okay, sometimes it's iniquity. Iniquity is easy because you can renounce it and break it off and whatever. But the transgressions, when people go, uh, God's spoken for someone to, uh, I was saying to Rachel, I was just saying, now I'm gonna give you guys like a really a loving, healthy disclaimer. That was interpretation. Okay. <clears throat> Here I means it. Okay, so you're not gonna, you, you, you will not stay in this church and you'll find it really uncomfortable unless you're prepared for God to change you. This is not a crash. I wasn't called to run a childcare centre. Spiritual immaturity should be confined to new believers. There's a time where people have traumas and wounds, we get it. Go to hospital. I've seen angels wearing red crosses, I literally have. But you can't live in a hospital all your life. And so we have to allow God to change us. So people come and going, okay, my life is really in disorder. And then you can see what they're doing going, hey, why don't you stop saying these incredibly critical things or uh, 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 shut down these lustful thoughts or, 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 or this incredible vicious cycle of anxiety and fear. And they're like, mm-hmm. But then they don't and they wonder why there's no peace. It's really simple. Now, sometimes deliverance is necessary. Other times there's inner healing, etc. But what happens throughout the ages, because there's nothing new under the sun, what is has already been, and the lessons that we should learn from the ancients we forget because they're no longer in remembrance. If you want the peace of God, you have to walk in the ways of peace with the Prince of Peace. So peace is multiplied. Who wants the peace of the Lord? Come on, seriously, seriously. You can have the whole world raging, but you're in the peace of God. You'll be like Jesus sleeping in the boat. Hallelujah. And we need that. And so the, the condition, now, what happens is that you've got, uh, keep your mind on me, I'll keep you in peace, peace. And, and, and so we're talking about, there are things that God's saying, your thought life, you're, 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 you're marinating in your ways and you wonder why you're filled with anxiety. Think about the promises of God. You write down the promises of God, type them up, cut and paste, whatever you to do, and think about them. That's a bit mechanical. Yeah, it'll start off that way. But then what happens is you take that amazing logos of life and you hold it there long enough and something happens where it connects with you and it's called a graft. I'm the, vine, you're the, I'm the true vine, you're the branches. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ask whatever you desire and it should be done for you. Starts off mechanically. Hold it in there. You start on this process, every hidden demon in your life will come out where their little baseball bats with nails in it. <laughs> oh, oh, this doesn't work. No, 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 no. Let God be true and every man a liar. Seriously, you wanna know what devils are in your life? Take the promises of God that mean the most to you and meditate in them and they'll come out. No, no, no! You're ugly, you're a loser. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna change. They all know what you're really like. <laughs> like this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. <laughs> you know, seriously. 
That's spiritual warfare. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. It's, it's, it's casting down all reasonings that exalt and high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. <laughs> this stuff pulls down structures on the inside so the peace of God can flood your innermost being. Can someone say amen? Is this stuff even taught anymore? Shabba baba. Bad habits. I got so many. <laughs> I got an amen over here. <laughs> Bad habits. <laughs> These age mean so much. <clears throat> you know, action and inaction, procrastination. <coughs> I have officially, I just said, I have officially struggled with, in, in, not for a very long time, is depression and anxiety. Undiagnosed, just because someone doesn't give you a pill and a prescription doesn't mean it didn't happen. I remember when, uh, uh, when I was in my early 20s and, and my day off, I'll go like this. Now, I'll go, I, I, this is when you had to go to the post office to pay your bills. Now you just get Rachel to do that <laughs> online. Don't, don't you send that stuff. She's already busy, right? <laughs> so go, you get your bill and you're going, huh, this one's still blue. Wait till it gets red. Anyway, <clears throat> so... I'd be like this, it was this, like this. I, I was just complete anxiety. Do you know what anxiety does? You know, like, like it's sort of like, anxiety. And all of a sudden, what's your name? Procrastination. Okay. And they're, they're twins. And you sit there and you're going, a lion's outside. <laughs> this is a proverbs. Next thing you know, you manifest laziness. It's awesome, wonderful. Anyway, I'd be like this. I've got to pay this bill. This is the last day to pay. It's my day off. And I'm going, Phew. and I'm just going to the post office, getting in line, talking to another human, uh, all that. Like, they're, they're seriously, depression, like anxiety. And like this, I go like this, I go, okay, so it's only morning. I could do it late morning. And then all of a sudden that window passes, 11.30, by the time I get to be 12, be a really busy peak hour. You know, I don't want to like, be long. No, 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 I'll wait till say maybe 1.30, mid-afternoon. And so I'm like, 2.30. Three. And it, what started off as a grasshopper? And all of a sudden, like, next thing I know, it's 4.30. And I have to get in my car and drive so fast, it's more like a hovercraft. <laughs> and get there just before they close. Like, like, that's what anxiety and procrastination do. And we defeat ourselves. The enemy's defeated. Most of the stuff he puts on you is an absolute lie. It's a lie, but we give it a place and God wants us to renew our minds so we're in perfect peace. Action and inaction. So I wanna show you how the peace of God is a weapon of warfare, especially in times of turbulence. So Philippians chapter four, there's a, there's a, 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 this has got, got praxis around it. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. So, so I'm, not going to ask for, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands of those who, who've struggled or do struggle with anxiety because if I ask you to put your hand up, you won't put your hand up, but you'll just feel, feel anxious about what you didn't do. <laughs> I should have put my hand up, but I didn't. It's made me feel anxious. <clears throat> Anxiety is predictive fear. It hasn't happened yet, you know, it's like, so it says be anxious for nothing. So, so you're going, oh, okay, well, that's easy for you to say, you're in heaven, you know? And it's like, 
And it's like, it says, but here's what you've got to do. But in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Praising God, praising God, praising God. Let, the requ- let your requests be made known to God. Here we go. And the peace of God, which is supernatural. Supernatural. You could be in any situation and you just got the peace of God. It surpasses all understanding. Will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Keep that up there. So it actually, the, it, it's, it's interesting because the, the peace here means very similar to shalom. It's the same thing. But a lot of the New Testament is written with the assumption you have a, a, a Jewish background. You understand a lot of the history, the Hebraic history. But it actually says here, uh, uh, um, the peace means prosperity, uh, uh, a, a state of rest, um, oneness. But it actually says the peace of God will guard your heart. So it actually means here like a garrison. It means, uh, means that a sentinel, can you imagine all of a sudden you are in a war zone and you're like, going, oh my gosh, the bomb's flying over. I don't know, anyone can come in. And God opened your eyes like he did to Elisha's servant Gehazi and God has placed angels all around you. When you praise God and cultivate the pathway of praising God in the midst of your anxiety, your lack, God sends His angels to give charge over you. And then what happens, that peace, it could be all out there, but in here, it could be crazy out there, but He actually does that. You know, now I didn't cultivate this because when you start out on this journey, grace is there. If you're, if you're a new believer, please run hard with God because there's incredible grace. When you get older, the enemy partitions God against you and says, they've been in the Lord for 10, 15 years. They've heard teaching left, right and centre. And so we're held a bit more accountable. You gotta walk it out, process. You know, I'm just like, I like letting you guys in on my process, but we haven't had, apart from the voice of the Lord, we haven't really had any conferences or guest speakers. Now I know there was COVID, but we don't have like, like if we had a hall that could take 350, 400, yeah, fine. But it just doesn't lend itself. But what happens is that whole culture, that whole conference culture is being collapsed. We need conferences. Otherwise we become spiritually inbred. I mean that. However, we, there comes such a glut. You go on Instagram, you cannot, these days, they don't have one or two speakers. You've got wallpaper. It looks like the cloud of witnesses. You've got like 28 speakers. This is just for Friday morning session. Okay, so, <clears throat> and people want an impartation. Like, no, 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 no. You, you, yes, it's a time to do it. But God says, process, meditate, walk with me. Pathways of peace. I wanna raise up Australians for Australia to carry a breaker anointing to lead the way in the Eastern Gate of the Nations. Every encounter you have is an invitation for deeper process. So, I had a dream and my dream, and I didn't say it like I could have because you, you understand, I had a dream. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on at the moment in the spirit. And I had a dream, and I had a heavenly encounter a couple of nights ago, it was amazing. But that's superfluous to what I'm talking about today. Then last night I had a dream that I was like, it was about socks. Oh yeah, socks. And socks, I'm trying to find them, trying to put them on like this. 
And, and socks are, are little things that affect your walk. The Lord's saying, Todd, right now in this season, I want to address every little thing that's going, going to affect your walk. Today is about laying down some of those things so we can see miracles. I know as soon as I say that, you know, things are, yeah, I've got to lay that one down. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to lay it down. That's what the Lord wants us to do at the end of the service is lay that stuff down. And I won't sing, I believe in miracles, you soxy thing. Okay. <laughs> Whenever something, <laughs> I don't know why I put stuff to song. I don't know why. Do you, do you, do you? And so <laughs> there's a lot going on at the moment. We're going to land the plane in a second. Hey, if you struggle to hear from God, if you do, I really do struggle to hear the voice of God. Most here don't, there'll be some. And this is more for the people who are watching. If you struggle to hear from the voice of God, get a cat. <laughs> Cats are amazing. The other day, no, that's the answer. No, no, don't worry about the meditation stuff. Just, no, I'm kidding. Get a, meow. <laughs> um, yes. So the other day, the other day is that I, I'm in the lounge room and so the configuration of my house is that you've got a lounge room a hallway to the left and then you've got our, the our master bedroom, uh, our bedroom. And all of a sudden I'm sitting down and uh, my dad was actually had popped in. I was chatting to him. We've got a, a male cat called Milo. Um, it was between that or Ovaltine, we weren't sure. And so we went with that one. And so, uh, and so what happens, all of a sudden, he's like this, and he's like, and he's looking in the direction of our bedroom, but between our bedroom is at least two doors and a bunch of walls. And he's going like this, and he's like, and then he's like, and I'm going, and he's, he's looking at something, and he's like, like this, and then, because there's a wall, there's walls, there's, all of a sudden I feel the angel of the Lord come through the wall and just brush down my left side. And I said to Rachel, what are you doing now? Is Moses and Elijah in there with you? She said, yes, no. She, <laughs> I wanna know what they're doing, no. <laughs> and so anyway, she goes, I got into worship and the love of God invaded the room. Like the glory manifested in the room through the love of God. The cat picked up on it. It's like a flipping seeing eye dog. So if you, don't, if you struggle to hear from the Lord, get a cat, all right? So the other day, the other day, this, now we're putting things in context, right? The other day, um, I was seeking the Lord and I, a, a, an entity came in the house and it didn't stay, right? But it came in the house and I, and I, and I it looked like, uh, for those who know Greek, uh, uh, Egypt, Egyptology, it looked like anubis. It looked as a spirit of death. And so it came, I was praying like this, and literally I could see the top of a head of a, a, a dog entity in the ears. And I kicked it out. Didn't play fetch. I flip it, I, I kicked this thing out, and, and I'm like, I wasn't sure what it was. I didn't feel any fear. But then when we, we went to the uh, intercessory meeting, it's like, that's the spirit of death. 
then all of a sudden there's, 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 there's a bit of that going on at the moment. Unfortunately, we've got, just lost another Australian cricketer. Andrew Simons was in a car accident. Uh, we were at a funeral on Friday for another car accident. We've got other things. We're talking, there's some wacky stuff going on and I'm like this. Did you know that right after that, no kidding, Rachel and I, this is the next day, because the time and time space and the spirit's not that easy, is that we, we, we got two cats, so we're really sensitive to the voice of God. <laughs> Double portion. Meow. And, <laughs> and anyway, anyway, one cat, no kidding, this has never happened. This one cat started literally throwing up in front of us, projectile, and we're like, what the heck? And they both completely emptied everything in their body in the foyer, like in front of them. We're like, what? And the Lord's showing, remember what I showed you yesterday? There's stuff in the atmosphere that want to put fear in people, that want to put anxiety in people. Now we dealt with that, but I want to say this, is that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, what happens is that Jesus went to cast out the, the he went over the water, went over the water to cast out the spirit out of the gathering demoniac. And the water spirit went bananas and there was a storm. And Jesus goes, peace be still. There's a place about the peace that means to be still. And God wants us, we cannot command things to be still if we're not in peace and still on the inside. There are demons that are, architect, that are architects of chaos, confusion, leviathan, swirl, anxiety, procrastination, depression. We're not those sort of guys that everything's a demon, but there's a lot more than we know. This, is, this stuff's left the church. I was talking to, to someone who conducted the funeral the other day and they're like, they, we just see, they see deliverance, we see deliverance. What about other churches that don't see deliverance? What does that tell you? People wearing backpacks with teeth. This is a legitimate thing. We cannot, we cannot manifest the glory of God and the peace of God inside His turbulent. We lie there at night. You could be like this. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> Anxiety won't let you sleep. And so when we praise God, the peace of God guards us, keeps us safe. That's where true safety is in the peace of God. And this is why this is not just some sort of resting state. Jesus was at peace the whole time. He's like going to raise up Lazarus. The, the, the bunch of negative Nellies that he was leading. Let's go that we may die too. Lord, then there's a dopey one. Lord, <laughs> it's good that he's sleeping. He'll get some rest and get better. No, he's dead, doofus. And Jesus, we're talking about like, you know, carrying a burden 12-fold. And so, <clears throat> and these were the good ones. Constant peace. And this is what God wants us to be in, constant peace. So, so the Lord wants us to break all confusion and turbulence and all torment. He says He was punished for our peace. You wanna be mighty in God? You cannot bypass peace. It says the peace of God that surpasses all understanding to the place where everything's going crazy and you're in the peace of the Lord. So what's interesting, as you know, 
is that we're, we've put an offer in for the building. So the offer's closed on Thursday. This is for Munta. And I, there's some things I can't unsee. I can't unsee South Australia's revival heritage. I can't unsee it. That's just, that is just so in, in, in being grafted into me. I am so excited about revival. I just am. I want the building. It's meant to be ours, I believe, but it's about revival. Can someone say amen? We've put in an offer. Uh, I believe. Yep, I'm just gonna just right. So, so at the moment, you go. Wouldn't it be great if there's territory involved? Who knows? There's a lot of spiritual activity. Oh yeah. And so, <laughs> and so all of a sudden it's sort of like. Do you remember last week? It's like uh, uh, just put in an offer. You know. <laughs> Who noticed that on the front page of the advertiser the other day? <laughs> this this is this situation. And people not happy and the National Trust is involved. Really? <laughs> and so, legit, so, <laughs> we're talking like, you're going, you're going, shh, advertiser, shh, no waves, still pond, shh, shh, shh. And the Lord's going, Peace. Can you hear those bells? <laughs> How about them bells? <laughs> anyway, anyway, so here we are. So I'm praying about an amount. So I wanna just say this. I said it Tuesday night. Uh, uh, thank you so much for people pledging and giving, being very, very generous. Um, and we really, really do honour that. It's under the Lord. It is under the Lord and it's a seed for revival. But with what the church had in their account, and with what you guys gave, I felt an amount. Now, previously, I'd put it to our, our intercessors and said, what do you feel? And then no one except for Hessel forwarded an amount. They were too scared. And so, and so no, 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 message me later. And, they, they, and they're all around the mark. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Then what happened about, about uh, 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 was it last week? I think it, I think it was last week. I'm like this, I said, Lord, how much, how much, how much? Now, the, the flesh goes, I just wanna outbid everybody. That's what the flesh, goes. and the Lord goes, am I leading you in this direction? <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> it's true. Because you're like, like, you just wanna, you know, it's like from $100 million, <laughs> like this. It doesn't work like that. You know, that'll be, we'll just offer you guys inside out and then you'll just have to give up the ghost, forget about it. But. But no, seriously, is that the, 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 I felt 575,000. That's what we'll offer for the property. And remember, it's about 3,000 square metres and there's two halls, a museum, all the, no, no kidding, the, the, the heritage and the history in that place is just, it's, I don't know anywhere else like it. We get a slice of history and we get to preserve it and perpetuate the legacy of revival. Who's excited? Seriously, yeah. And so then what happens is that Susie got that, that amount a couple of weeks beforehand. She was one of the, the, the people that messaged me that she pointed out. So who knows, who knows 17's a thing with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, I'm in five, in you're putting in the five, 17th. So, so it came around to 17. And so, which is amazing. 
Exactly 17. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. So, so we got so offers of clothes. I got contacted by the agent and they're making the decision real soon. The decision will be made on this Tuesday. What's the date on Tuesday? The 17th. Now, let me just explain something. In a minute, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have, not, not, I'm going to say we're community. Everyone starts you know, grabbing the Christmas presents under the tree. Don't, not, not the second. Listen, is this. In a second, I'm going to get the, we're going to put the pads on as this. Is that it says, be anxious for no thing. And what we're going to do is we're going to speak. We're going to, we're going to praise God for, for the scroll of revival. But firstly, I feel today the Lord's saying, I want to talk to you about your dirty socks. The Lord says, he goes, there's a reason why you're struggling. You're not walking in my ways. And I'm not talking about three or four things. Let's just start with the one thing that God's speaking to you about you need to stop doing or you need to lay down or you need to repent of or start to do. I mean that. I mean that. Some of the things you need to, you know, it could be gossip. I don't know. Negative speaking. The Lord says, I want you to lay it down. These are these are things that affect our walk. They're not the same as shoes, but today the Lord is speaking to us about socks. We have to lay it down. And I've had two dreams and two nights about socks. And so the Lord says, I want you to lay it down because we have to be in a place of peace to actually speak order into the chaos. If you're made in the image of God, what, when God created, did He not speak into chaos? Are what not we made in here? Are we what need not with it? Aren't we made in His image? But we need to actually be in that place. I nearly did a double negative. We we, we need to be in that place. The, the peace of God to break all torment. Some of you guys going, man, I need to break this torment accusation. So before we do that, is this? This is what put on the pads, please, if you can. This is what's incredible. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. He put the pads on. He was bruised for your iniquities. He took it. Stop meditating on that stuff. Stop putting wood under the devil's feet for him to light the fire of accusation, condemnation, inadequacy, low self-esteem, fear, anxiety, etc. Shut it down. Cast down every reasoning. The Lord looks at you through Jesus' work and goes, I love you like you've never sinned. Can someone say Amen? But He wants us to be released to walk in paths of peace. Peace of God just doesn't drop on us. We're called to walk in it and it unfold. This is what we're gonna do. Before we have our communion, I'm gonna pray. We, don't, we just don't have enough altar space in this church. It's just the fact of life. <clears throat> I'm gonna pray that God shows you one thing. Now, maybe, you've, maybe you don't, there's nothing that He's speaking to you. I'm cool with that. I'm not into power suggestion, rhetorical or altar calls, etc. I'm not into that. I don't, I don't want a Simon Says pantomime deal. I don't want it. But I'm gonna pray, if God's showing you something, He says, I, I need you to stop saying this or doing it, and I need, or I need you to start to do it, because He wants us to walk in paths of peace. This is the, there'll be one thing He'll speak to you about. And you know what? I'm gonna get you to open your communion. You can, have your, you can, you can open your communion. Holy Ghost. Just the volume up a little bit with the pads, please. Just a little bit, please.
What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna pray. You probably already know what you've got to do, but I'm gonna pray. And I'm gonna pray the Lord speaks to you. And that, that, that one thing that's blocking your pathway to peace. And I want you to lay it at His feet, but what I'm gonna do, once you know what it is, by faith, I'm gonna get you to stand. Once you know what it is, it might be right at the beginning, it might not be at all, I don't care. We've all got communion. But Lord's showing you something. He said, you know what? I want you to walk in my peace so you're a mighty warrior that you can speak into the storm. And then you're gonna stand up as an act of faith. No altar call. I want you to, I want you to keep your eyes closed. You're saying, Lord, I give this to you. you, you he says, cast your cares upon Him. You have to cast it on Him. It could be in one anxiety. It could be anxiety about infirmity. But you've got to give it to Him. And there's an anointing. And you say, Lord, I need to walk in the ways of peace because you took my, you were punished for my peace. You, you took all torment, condemnation, accusation. Jesus took it. He was rebuked. He was punished. So you can walk in the, the peace, peace of God, the perfect peace of God. I'm going to pray. And then after we have communion, I want us to praise God to seal this off. So I'm going to pray. Just close your eyes. Holy Ghost. I thank You today, you're doing surgery. I thank You right now for all the 17s that you've done. You're amazing. We honour You. No man can orchestrate this. No man can orchestrate it. And we thank You, Lord, just as You, you commanded, You commanded Your children to be still and be at peace before they cross the Red Sea. Because Lord, I know we're gonna be crossing Red Sea after Red Sea after Red Sea. And I thank You crossing the Red Sea that's made up of demons in order to see the land of revival. Hallelujah. So right now, Lord, I thank You that You speak to people about that one thing that You want them to forsake, to begin to do, to stop doing that one issue. And I thank You, Lord, that as they lay it at Your feet, by faith they stand before You. So right now, Lord, we thank You for speaking to everyone. And I thank You in Jesus' Name today that You're doing surgery and we're breaking off all demonic accusation, condemnation, sliming, slander, anxiety. So right now, I thank You, Lord, that You're already speaking. So right now, by faith, we just thank You right now for those who You have spoken to. We thank You for them standing up to lay it at Your feet, Lord. Thank You, Holy Ghost. I'm not even looking around. Not even looking around. Thank You, Holy Ghost. It's just an act of faith. You're laying at His feet. This is blocking the pathways of peace. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, right now, I thank You. Now this is, oh, thank You for the grace of God. I'm just gonna pray. <laughs> I'm gonna pray. Just gonna just, there's a release. You've actually given it to God. Guys, we've all been hurt and betrayed. All of us have been. All of us are journeying something. I tell you what though, this, you're saying, yes, I wanna walk in the ways of peace. And Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. We're walking in Him. Jesus says, in the world, you will have tribulation, pressure, but in me, you'll have peace. So Lord, I thank You for Your glory right now. I thank You right now for the anointing that destroys the yoke. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Thank You for everyone that stood. And I thank You for that anointing that destroys every yoke, every addiction, every act of rebellion, 
every unbelief, every trading flaw. And we thank You, we say yes to Jesus. We say yes to Jesus, the Prince of Peace, Holy, the Prince of Peace. We just thank You right now for a spirit. I just thank You, this, this, this room packed with the servants of the Lord, delivering the servants of the Lord. We thank You for the angel of the Lord. I thank You right now, spirit of deliverance with no one laying hands. Thank You, Lord. We say yes, we say yes. We say yes, we say yes. We say, Lord, bless this communion to our body in Jesus' Name, take your communion. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I'll just give you a moment to do that. Just stay, just stay in the Spirit, stay engaged. Don't sit down if you're standing up. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. There's a lot of turbulence. The Lord says, I wanna speak to you. He wants to quieten you. He's actually dancing over you. He wants to quieten you with His love, but He wants you to walk in the ways of peace. The people that walk in peace change the world because then they can command the elements. So if you're always churning on the inside, but the Lord's saying today, I want you to give that to me, that one thing that, that, that besets you, that, 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 that is persistent. We're gonna, we're gonna see that thing come completely down. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just feel, I just feel just a bit of a spirit of worship, but I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. And then I want you to, we're gonna turn the pads up and I want you to just worship just for a minute or two. Seriously, there's such a spirit of worship. I want you to see that peace of God guarding your hearts and your minds. I mean, seriously, breaking off all those fears, those demonic accusations or whatever it is. Just close your eyes and just say this after me. Jesus, I thank You that You are the Prince of Peace. I am in You, You are in me. I lay those things down that are hindering me from walking in Your peace and in Your love. I lay it down to not take it up again. I thank You. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. And I will find rest for my soul in You. I speak over myself right now. I speak peace, be still. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. I just want you to start to sing in the Spirit. Just turn the pads up. We're nearly finished. There we go. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. We've gone a bit over time, don't worry. Just, just quickly, come on. Just give it all to Him. Just lift up your voice and worship. Just give it all to Him. There we go. Oh, 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 oh,
Holy Ghost. Lord, right now we say yes to the scroll of revival over South Australia. We say yes to revival in South Australia. You know, the Lord's given us an invitation, you know that, don't you? I just want you to lift your voice. You're saying yes to the Lord for revival in this state. Yes to outpouring. Yes to outpouring. Yes to revivals. Say yes, Lord. We say yes, Lord. Pouring out Your Spirit in the great South land of the Holy Ghost, which was yesterday, the anniversary of Fernando de Quiros. We say yes to outpouring. We say yes to moving in this great land in the Eastern Gate of the Nations. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we all felt better than when we came in. In Jesus' Name.